Shoot, we're live again. We're live. Yes. Um, I'm going to turn you off a bit, Dan. Keep going. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, there yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's better. I like that. Yeah, sick. Yeah, yeah. We, sound, yeah. we just sound great. We sound better every time we podcast. We're getting, we're getting there. What are we... Uh, oh, this is on the Fence podcast, by the way, with Alex and... Direct Dan. Direct Dan. And today, Dan, what are we talking about? Uh, we are talking about relationship stuff and whatnot. Relationship stuff. The hardest chat you yeah. could ever have, I reckon. Well, especially if you're in a relationship. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, yeah, awkward. Yeah. Do you know what's mad, though? We obviously had uh, the radio uh, sort of interview chat that we had on Rinse, and it's kind of touched upon about not in this day and age, even if you're not in a relationship with anyone, you are often still talking to someone, yeah. texting someone who kind of feels like yeah, yeah. they have some sort of exclusive rights to you. At yeah. least. Do, um, you, do you have that? Yeah, 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 I do. Obviously, yeah, I, I text people. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I have pe- someone that I'm speaking to. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that person probably would feel some type of way if I was to then start speaking to someone else or yeah, get sure. into a relationship with someone else. They wouldn't necessarily have a right to be angry, but understandably they'll be emotionally affected. Yeah. It's one of those things that like, you don't really think about is um, the fact that although you guys are like two people aren't together and they're, they're just having a combo, they'll still be offended. Like where do you draw that line to yeah. be like, now you can be offended. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know yeah, I mean? It's just dating in 2018, isn't it? Yeah. So long. Dating's mad. Just in general, dating's mad, isn't it? I love meeting new people, yeah, but I don't like that getting to know people's shit traits thing. Yeah, yeah, Because, yeah. like, you don't know if... You, that's the problem. You don't know if you will genuinely get on with that person, whether your relationship will progress in a positive way or whether the best point of your relationship is at the moment that you met and it only goes downhill from there. That's like true. you don't know really until yeah. you actually get into it. And like how much time do you have to give before, I know every, everyone will be different, but one question I always have is how much time do you have to see someone before it just automatically transitions into being your girlfriend? Yeah, yeah. Instead of having to be like, will you be my, my girlfriend? Girl- <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they do on Love Island, which is yeah. just gas, right? They're like, okay, I'm going to ask her to be my girlfriend. It's oh, like, shut up, how old are you, mate? Still. How old are you? Do you mind just flipping that lens, the um, back of that camera up? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, give it. Uh, okay, sick. Now I can see myself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like the Love Island vibe when they're like, oh, I'm going to ask her to be my girlfriend today. And everyone's like, oh my God, that's so amazing. And it's just like, no, it's not. Yeah. It's, it's cringy. It is a little bit cringe TV. I yeah. <laughs> that whole, yeah, you're right. The whole, but the, do you know what's weird? Because I haven't been in a, like a proper relationship since last year, early last year. Yeah. But it was a case of we started spending so much time together. I, I never asked her to be my girlfriend, but we started spending so much time together that, and she was the only person I was speaking to. It's just kind of, we just were. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I don't know how, there was no point at which we were both like, hey, you're my boyfriend, you're my yeah, girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just like, um, it just happened and it just like progressively get tighter and tighter. But the difficulty in this day and age is, you don't have enough time for that to progress sure. because while you're getting to know someone, someone else is trying to get to know you and you're like, Oh my God, okay. This person's attractive as well. Yeah. And then you feel like you, you're still allowed to entertain someone else because it's still so early in the other relation or 
seeing process. But in essence, we, I don't know. It's easier to get to know one person at a time, but when they turn out trash, you feel like you've invested your time in the wrong place. Yeah, yeah. Would you say over the last five years, you've been more single than in a relationship? More times that you've been single? Oh, yeah, defo. Like, I was in a three-year relationship from 18 to 21. And that was my longest relationship. And since then, I haven't been in a relationship longer than, like, four and a half months. Okay. I think. So you've been single more, whereas I'm the opposite. Yeah. Yeah, I've been in a relationship since, like, since the first day of uni. Well, actually, not the first day. It took me a while to get my uni girlfriend. But I had the girlfriend all through uni for like six years. Mm. Then I had like two months of being single. Then I met Millie. And it's been two years since then. Oh, wow. So it's been mad. Yeah, yeah. So I haven't... So we've got two like well-contrasting Yeah, opinions. literally op- opposing. Yeah. Opposing views. So we thought we'd like kn- knock our heads together. And with the help of you guys through some Instagram questions to like go through relationships, what's good about them, what's not good about them, how we feel. We've even got Millie, my girlfriend, calling in to tell us what she thinks about our relationship. So that's going to be... <laughs> that's going to be a gem for you lot to hear. <laughs> it's going to be interesting for a start. Hopefully she's nice. Who knows? <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I thought... Imagine she calls out to break up with you. That'd be a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Don't <even laughs> On your podcast. That'd be so I'm going to ring... His podcast, yeah, to break up with him. <laughs> but it doesn't even make sense because I just wouldn't put it out. Yeah, you just would edit that. Just edit that out. <laughs> yeah. um, flip it around, ring her later on in the podcast. <laughs> be like, I'm dumping you. Yeah. <laughs> flip it. Um, so I thought we could start off with being single. Mm. How do you pick up girls? What's your, what's your first port of call to pick up a girl? Do you know what? I'm quite... Direct, I feel. Direct, Dan. Yeah. So it depends on the setting. I feel like a lot of the time these days, the conversation's being started on Instagram or like a social media platform, whether it's Twitter or whatever. Yeah. So that's usually where the conversation starts. But to be honest with you, I've never really been one to DM girls. Yeah. Like I'm talking so rarely. Since the birth of Instagram, I've DM'd probably under 20 girls really in like how in like six seven like, but I don't know like how surely it's more now oh as in you sliding into yeah their as DMs. in me approaching them first yeah like yeah. i ju- it just does not have i just do not do that yeah i just don't Jeez. um obviously since the circle it's been it's been virtually impossible because yeah. like it, yeah I, there's too many i i don't get the time to do that um but in real life I'm quite direct. If I find you attractive, I'll tell you first and foremost. Even in the street, like US street, would yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can you can do it subtly. No, yeah, way. yeah, hundred percent. Trust is me. Impossible. And you, no, no. Trust me, it's really, really easy. Okay. You just go out to someone um, and you say, "Hi, uh, excuse me, you're really attractive. I was wow. just wondering if you'd like to go for a drink or something like that. Something very standoffish, very subtle. Sure. And it's not, but it's very direct. So they know what your intentions are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but they can easily say yes or no or no or whatever, whatever they want to say. Success rate, give me a percentage. I know you're a maths guy. Success rate of picking up chicks in the street. Uh, it's not something I've done for a long time. Okay. But when I did it, it was, it was the most high... The Most highest of, out of... The highest success okay. rate, yeah. Than Instagram, than anything else, because you physically wow. met the person, I feel. Yeah. And they're like, oh, okay, that person approached me nicely. Yeah. They're also relatively good looking. Yeah. Um, And I think I would actually like to go and speak to them on another occasion. 
So it's very, I think that's quite high, but I don't do it very often, to be honest. Like, I just don't like disturbing people. Sure. <laughs> so it's, it's more likely that I would uh, approach someone that I have some sort of a pre-established relationship with. Okay. I, it's very rare that I'll just see a sexy stranger and be like, oh, I need to speak to her. Yeah. But it's just, I just, and the funniest thing is I'm quite conscious of being an intimidating character. Yeah. So like, it's not, bec- I don't approach, I don't, not approach girls in public because I don't want to necessarily. It's because I don't want to make them feel uncomfortable. So I just don't. Yeah. Because if you rolled up on someone, like I, in London especially, and uh, those that are listening that live in London will know, people in London don't want to talk yeah, to anyone. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like if you are like one of them flipping good looking girls, I'm probably not the first, second or fourth guy that's even approached you today. Yeah. Let alone this week. So I just think, that's you know mad. what? I'm not going to put another problem on your plate. I'll leave you to it. I'm sure you're going to have a lovely day. I just won't. I might give you the eyes at best. Yeah. But I'll let you get on with your day. Okay, no dating apps, nothing like that. I used to, my last girlfriend that I was with last year, I met her on Tinder. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, yeah. She I mean, moved in and everything. It wasn't, oh, yeah, it wasn't like a conscious move in kind of thing. It was just, we spent so much time together. If you remember when we went to golf the other day, yeah. I said that's where our like, kind of first date was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And we just ended up spending so, so much time together at that. She just kind of, and I obviously live on my, I lived on my own last year. I still live on my own now. It's just kind of like she was always at my house. So she started bringing more and more clothes every time she'd come sure. and stay. And then in the end. Then you're just like, just, you're here now. Yeah, yeah, she's just here. Like, so, <laughs> but I met her originally on Tinder. But I, do you know what the craziest thing is? I think I'm technically still on Tinder, but I, it doesn't work on my phones. But So I can't log in to delete it. Yeah. I can delete the app, but the profile's still there. But I can't log, for some reason, my phone's fucked when it comes to, Tinder, yeah, and I can't delete the profile. I can't log in. Okay, to delete it, so I've got a feeling that there's lots of people using your image on Tinder right now. Oh, catfishy. Yeah, but I'm not that good looking. Like when it comes to catfishing, you usually catfish someone who's like buff, like proper yeah. hangers, and I'm not. And I think because the only thing that's changed recently now is that I'm more popular. I'm Lots not. of people will disagree with what you just said because I've, your DMs are popping, mate. Yeah, but my but maybe DMs, it's just the clout of being on TV. That's exactly yeah. what it is. Like people, my DMs are popping from the perspective of people like just grannies messaging me saying, "Oh my god, I love you. You're so loved. <laughs> You're really nice." That's I would say that's over fifty percent of the message really? I 50% get. Fifty percent grannies, like mums. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like older types say, and yeah. even like guys as well. Like wow. the older types saying, "Look, really respect you." Da 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 da. That's you came across really well. So. Although I say my DMs are going crazy, they are. But the majority of them are not girls my own age interested yeah. sexually. It's just or interested in dating me or anything like that. I'd say a good 80% of the messages I get are from just well-wishers. Yeah. With some respect. Okay, just being like... Yeah. Because I would have thought that coming out as single, like anyone I meet now, anyone that DMs always mentions my girlfriend because that was a part of the show. Mm. But for somebody to come out and be single, you for being in the public eye, I thought it'd just be like I clean think- up process, like... Wet floor and aisle three. Get the, the clean-up team down here because we need some cleaning. Uh, it's going to be filthy. Moist. Mo- <laughs> I, knew, I knew I'd get that reaction if I that said word. that word. Um, um, but no, it's, it's not. And you, yeah, I'm obviously I came across maybe a little bit too respectfully. Okay. Because <laughs> I feel like people, someone like Scotty. Yeah, maybe someone. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Someone like Scotty just be getting, I'm sure 80% of his or 90% of his messages are just nudes. Yeah, just yeah, titties. yeah. That's mad as well. But mine, mine's not like that. 
we always talk about that, so we won't go into it too much. What do you reckon the success rate is of people that feel that they can send nudes to somebody and it like will win the girl over or win the boy over? I mean, I can't see it working. No, because I, I don't think, yeah, like you said, I don't think there's any guy. Because I think we forget that men and women are very different in a lot of ways. Like, men are very visually motivated. Yeah. Like, visually. And women are also visually motivated, of course, but there has, from my perspective, there has to be some sort of emotional attachment to the person prior to sure. feeling. Because, and I'm, the reason I'm conscious of sending nudes, right, is, is the same reason I'm conscious of posting pictures of me topless. Yeah. Like, I'm not a fitness model. Okay. I am in shape, but I'm not in phenomenal shape. In your opinion? Like compared to in the reality, Joe, you're like a yeah. fitness guy. Okay, well that's like saying um, a Mercedes is a really nice car. Yeah. Okay, it's quite a nice car, but compared to a Ferrari or okay, a Bugatti, okay, yeah, it's okay. not really very nice. It's not right. that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, levels. Yeah. Like the most expensive Mercedes in the world is probably like what 150 bags yeah. tops. Whereas you could and a, a Bugatti is a million pounds. Yeah. Like okay. there's, there's no comparison. You. So from the perspective of where I live in my head, yeah. I'm in okay shape. Yeah. For me to start posting pictures of me topless, why would I do that? When there's many, many other fitness models on Instagram who look literally 20 times better than me. So if you're following me from the perspective of, oh, I want to see Dan topless. Yeah you probably wouldn't follow me. You'd follow someone else who's in better shape, okay, who looks yeah, better. Do you, you see what yeah, I mean? Yeah, so that's yeah. my perspective. Which like is that's what, their job. Yeah, that's that? their job. You don't come to my profile to look at naked pictures of me. Yeah. Why would you? Because I don't know. Sorry, girls. Amazing. Sorry, <laughs> <and> guys. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that. You can't come to his profile and find yeah. pictures of him naked. Yeah. Um, not once has anyone. So I'll post them because I'm proud of myself and I'm proud of the progress. Yeah. But, I don't post them from the perspective of like, hey, look at me, I'm in sick shape. Like, yeah, like, no, like, but you have to have a like transformation photo. That's the yeah. minimum yeah. of someone that's in shape. Come on. You've yeah, got I've, to... I've, I, yeah, but I've posted them before. And the funniest thing is I posted them before I got popular. So yeah. people people haven't scrolled down. Okay. But people right. don't care to scroll down because then when I look at them, the, the transformation pictures that are on the bottom of my Instagram, they're like, got like 100 likes and stuff. Okay. Whereas yeah, yeah, if standard. I repost them now, it'd probably be like, I don't know, a few thousand. thousand. Yeah. Man, that's mad. Okay, that's another whole topic in itself. Mm. But um, so single pros and cons. Give me the pros of being the single. The pros of being single is obviously you can do what you want, <laughs> when you want to do who it. Who you want. With who you want to do it. <laughs> with no repercussions. Yeah, okay. So. That's, that's the biggest pro. Biggest pro? Yeah. Con? Con is loneliness. But, but I feel that you, so you live on your own. Yeah. You're a big fan of living on your own. I am. And I think that if anyone that was in a relationship with you could rub you up the wrong way. Like I've seen you engaging in things and how you deal with <laughs> things. You're very direct. Yeah. If anyone was to like make a mess in your house. Um, I've fallen out of people. Yeah. I've fallen out of people. I, there's, yeah. Although I've not been in a relationship, I, I've, I've seen, uh, it never got to boyfriend, girlfriend stage, but I've been in situations with one particular girl. And we spent a hell of a lot of time around each other and we know each other very well. But she just kind of knows me. Okay. So when I have my little outburst because she, I think she was like grating cheese or something or she was doing something like that, very simple. And she didn't, oh, I think it was she was grating cheese onto, another, onto something. 
And I said, I'll do it in the sink. And instead of doing it on, in the sink, she did it over the worktop and oh. somebody went on the work service. If you see the state of my flat now, it's absolutely <laughs> atrocious. Like, oh, I, really? I, I had no right to be angry at her. Okay. I mean, the flat was tidy at the time, but she just knows sometimes I'm an arsehole. Yeah, <laughs> Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. She just knows. So instead of like it becoming an argument, she's like, oh, Dan's just being... <laughs> you know what side of the grater was she using? That's a good question. Uh, she, I think she was using the tor- the small bit. So they were like, she was using tiny holes. Yeah, the no tiny one holes. uses tiny yeah, holes. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Well, so how do you clean tiny holes? They, they, they are, the, yeah, it's just the like, only like, thing rough enough to clean the grater with tiny holes is another grater. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. <laughs> Don't shit. even get me started on the big holes. So we we yeah. So she's a yeah. My situations in relation to like, but I. I am human at the end of the day and I spend a lot of time on my own in my own flat yeah. and it, it does get lonely at times but uh, that the pros and cons of it is loneliness can be a bit crap but spending time with someone who's really annoying is worse Yeah. so I usually I pick being on my own yeah 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 That's, okay yeah. strong yeah um, so we'll decide at the end where you sit where you prefer being single in a relationship mm-hmm. right okay we'll move on to relationships well pros and cons so yeah so everything about relationships i guess so you, from the point that you find yourself in a relationship yeah we'll take it through you've made the transition into being boyfriend and girlfriend yeah step one is how do you divide your time mm. that's what i find so hard in a relationship is like i want i just want to do loads I mean, of things like i want to play games consoles I want to go out to the cinema. I want to go on benders with my mates. Yeah, yeah. I want to also do stuff like this podcast of and course. stuff. It just adds up. I've seen you more than Millie has in the last 24 hours. That's exactly. Sure. Yeah. I haven't seen her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I didn't expect you would have. Because yeah, I was yeah. with you yesterday morning, yeah. afternoon, technically evening, and now yeah. I'm back here again. I didn't well. even see her yesterday. That's bad. Like, I see her probably, and it's quite low, like the amount we see each other. It's like t- two times during the week I had to stay at hers. She never comes here. Yeah. She hates this joint. Really? Why? Yeah, because her place is like overlooking really the whole nice. of London. Like, yeah, yeah. it's her cozy little den. Whereas this is just like a lads pad. There's about a thousand pairs of vans, <laughs> a skateboard. My frat flatmate sits in the middle of the lounge and yeah. plays his games console for hours. Yeah, yeah. And Billy's just like, well, this is a bit boring. Oh, but she so. wants to watch like Killing Eve and all these mad films. Actually, so she's she wants to call in. She can't call in any later than now because she's got work. We'll call her in and we'll ask her what she thinks about relationship oh, and then we'll... Uh, amazing. We'll pull this apart. Let's do this. Amazing. I'll put it ne- near the microphone. Oh, we're ringing. This is intense right now. <laughs> this is really intense. Hello? Hey, Millie, you're live on On The Fence podcast. This is Alex and Dan. <laughs> Please do not swear. <laughs> you're live right now. No, I'm not. I mean, the, the podcast isn't live. But you're live on it right now. Okay. Um, we're ringing because we're doing a podcast on relationships today. Okay. And we thought it'd be interesting for you to give your two pence on what you really like about being in a relationship and what you dislike the most, because that's what we're doing. Right. Okay. So do you want to start off with what's your favourite thing about being in a relationship? It doesn't have to be with me. It could just be Can in I general. Can what you said first? I haven't said anything yet. <laughs> that um. Strategy. <laughs> Okay. Uh, I, I guess. Okay. Favorite thing is that you have. Um, it's like a, you have a teammate, don't you? Yeah. If you're in a good relationship, it tends to be that you're. It's your best friend. Um, so that's obviously a Cutie. positive thing. <laughs> uh, 
Um, negative. Do you know what? And this is actually something that I learned from when you were away for like however long it was. I actually really enjoyed being able to do what I want when I want without having to like check in with anyone and like what? made plans with my friends all the time. That was one of Dan's pros for being single. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is good. No, it is because it's not like you'd ever stop me from doing anything. Of course, like you'd yeah. never say no, don't go see your friends. But equally, when you're around, I want to, I want to spend time with you. And sometimes, and and so balancing wanting to spend time with the person you're with, but also wanting yeah. to not miss out on stuff with your friends. And so I could literally say yes to every single thing that was going. And which you did. Was quite nice. And you also said yes I to did. every single thing for me. <laughs> So when I came out, I'm now doing everything that you had planned. <laughs> well, you weren't there to say no, so I just said yes for you. <laughs> no, exactly. Um, so pros for you were having a teammate and cons were like being restricted by time. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, we were just talk- literally talking about that just then, about how it's like dividing your time is the most impossible thing in a relationship because there's so many things that you want to do. And when you've both got full-time jobs and stuff, yeah, exactly. It's super hard and you just end up on I mean, the weekend. What I tend to, well, well, as you've noticed from what you've just said, what I tend to do in those situations is I just blend the two. So I'll just invite you to stuff that I would want to go to anyway. And hmm. It's like the best of both worlds because I'm getting to be with you but also hang out with my friends. And it's good because yeah. you get on with everyone. So. Yeah, it's really good because I get to hang out with your friends. I do love your friends. I do love your friends. I just also love my friends, but never see them. Anyway, that's another topic. Um, no, only joking. Um, so yeah, that's that's awesome. Thanks for you. What advice would you give to any listeners that want to that are single looking for a relationship? How would you well, recommend they find off, them? Don't be looking for a relationship. Ooh. Obviously. What do you mean? Well, surely everyone's heard that before. If, as soon as I was having this conversation with somebody I was at dinner with last night, as soon as you're looking for it, it's obviously not gonna happen that way if you're actively sorry who were you at dinner with last night <laughs> I did I did sorry <laughs> you know who, who were you at dinner with last night asking about relationship <laughs> my good friend Lizzie Lacro okay good it's a, it's a female I'll, I'll take that one um no but honestly though if you're actively out there looking for a boyfriend then basically it's so 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 cliche but if you're happy with yourself and you're happy with being single that's when you're going to be you're the best mm. version of yourself That's in a relationship. A it's going to be when it's when it will work out with somebody. Mm. If you're anxious and sort of actively looking for somebody to just give that status of boyfriend, it's not you're not going to be genuine in your search because it, you're looking for a boyfriend rather than it should just be if you meet somebody and they make you want to make them your boyfriend, then that's right. But if if you're trying to make somebody fit the mold of something you already have in your head, then it's never going to work out, is it? No, good point. Good point. Millie with the bars. Bars. She's given the advice, so listen to that, guys. Find your (laughs) best friend, your teammate, before finding a boyfriend. The guru has spoken. The guru, Millie Logan. Kate has spoken. (laughs) Um, Well, I mean... That was amazing. You've just like given, we might as well wrap it up here. Damn, where can they find you? No, that's awesome. Thanks, Mills. Great, we're going to go back to work now then. Say bye to everyone. Bye, guys. Bye, See guys. Speak to you later. Bye. Love you. Bye. <laughs> um, wow, that's that revelation. Was, that was the very insightful. What do you think, Dan? I feel like I've been like, I feel 
like I've just been at a seminar. At a seminar? I feel like, yeah. Like we feel like dro- we've just been gurued right there. She dropped some gems right there. But this, do you know what? She actually reminded me of something that I watched earlier today. And it was um, a motivational speaker and she had been talking about, she was, she was at an event and there were some motivational speakers up, up on the podium. And I'm really sceptical about this. Not ske- Take them as a pinch of salt with these motivational speakers and these life coaches, these life gurus. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, but... Like um, Gary V, is it? One, one of them's Gary V. Yeah, and I like a lot of what Gary V says and does, but in reality, I feel like we've got to be a little bit careful about who we take advice from on what. Yeah. Um, the, the question was put to a panel and they were like, oh, what is the meaning? Or what's the most important thing in life? Um, if you had to give one bit of advice, what's the most important thing in life? And they said, um, I think essentially everyone just wants to be loved and yeah. to love. And I was like, mm, yeah, I kind of get that. But then, I mean, feel like you're alluding a little bit more towards relationship kind of, quite, mm. kind of stuff. And for me personally, yes, it's great to be in a relationship. Yes, it's amazing to be loved by someone that you love. However, I have been personally, I would say almost as happy or just as happy just being single but being happy. Yeah. Whether that's because I'm playing more sport, whether that's because I'm going to the gym, whether that's because I am found an, an album that I love this morning yeah, that I yeah. forgot about. Whether like those little things, like generally speaking, being happy is the most important thing for me personally. And she and the, the woman was talking about love and this, that and the other. And I was thinking, yeah, kind of, but like I feel like you're putting too much onus. And I feel like generally speaking, there's a bit too much onus on you have to be in a relationship. You have to be yeah. like, you've got to get married. You've got to have kids. Like your time's getting on. And I just feel like, well, all of my friends are married. All of my, really? all of my closest friends from school wow. are married with multiple children, at least one. Um, houses, all the rest of it. And I'm pro- I feel like I'm probably the only one who kind of left our little small town and just kind of decided to, to take a different path. Yeah. And I do feel the pressure to be settled down. Okay. But at the same time, I've, I do what the hell I want to do, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, hold tight the Crawley crew. <laughs> Done, no. Yeah, big up Crawley, man. Every time. Big up Crawley in the place. So it's time for the Instagram questions now. Questions that people have sent in to us from Instagram about relationships and things that they need. Okay, here's one. This is a hard one. Mm. From It's Beth Ford. I broke up with my boyfriend and now he's dating my best mate. She rubs it in my face. What do I do? Wow. Well, first of all, get some new friends. That's mad, isn't it? That's ridiculous. Do you know what? And that falls very closely, you remember, into my situation. My current situation. Yeah, that situation was mad that you were telling me about. Yeah, so basically, she knows I'm going to talk about her because it's relevant. I don't care. Just go for it. Yeah, so literally my best friend in the entire world... She wasn't, this particular girl wasn't aware that we were that close friends. I, I think she was aware we knew each other, but she didn't know we were best friends. Yeah. Like, he's like, almost, he's like family to me. Um, she had been speaking to him. She messaged me. She DM'd me. We got to talking. I think we exchanged numbers. And we were talking, bearing in mind, this happened like 24 hours ago. It's like kind of fresh. So like, it, it it's not that deep at this yeah, point. Yeah. But I found out, quickly found out from my friend, he actually had a girlfriend. I didn't know my, my best mate actually had a girlfriend because he's moved abroad. Um, and I've not spoke to him properly for a little while. 
But it turns out he might have been uh, speaking to both of them at the same time. Oh, jeez. So naturally, this girl that messaged me was very annoyed when she found out that he had a girlfriend the whole time. But regardless of... so, And she's made a beeline for me. My best friend seems to think it's only because she wants to get back at him. Wow. But irrespective <clears throat> of what the reason is, there's like a billion... There's billions of people in this world. Yeah, yeah. I don't have to date a girl that my best friend or any of my friends have been involved with previously. No, yeah. I'm not that desperate. I don't need to be in that situation. So if it, if me dating someone become, comes with drama or comes with any sort of con- controversy, I probably just won't date them. Mm. I just don't need that kind of ag. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. she's like, oh, I appreciate your loyalty. You're obviously really loyal to your friend because he was speaking to me before. She really played the situation down. She made it sound like they had just been speaking like a couple of times. They had been speaking since August. Wow. Since I since before I was even in That's the circle. Long. Yeah. So That's long time. Yeah. What advice would you give Beth? I would say literally dump your best friend. Like your best friend should not do that to you. Yeah. And if she was your best friend, she wouldn't do that. Which means boy. I'm, I'm telling you now, that is not your best that's friend. That's not that's not your friend, that's period. Not, yeah. Your friend wouldn't they do that. They don't do you. that to be. Yeah, you just don't do that. Don't do them things. Don't do them things. And then yeah, and then therefore, she won't be able to rub it in your face. You can sack them both off, block them both, just move on. I mean, I don't know, she's doing it, even if she's doing it as a joke, it's a sensitive subject. It's not funny, it's not yeah. nice. I would never date a friend's ex. And yeah. bearing in mind, my best friend and this girl were only chatting. They never actually even physically met once, not even once, and I still don't want to go there. Mm. So, I mean, that's just, that's that's left. That's a madness. Yeah. Um, Chuck that friend in the bin. 100%. Is it normal to argue? That's another question. And that's from Amy Bill. 100%. I feel like there's no walk of life or any situation where two people, whether they're in a relationship, whether it's boss and employee, or no matter what the context of the relationship is. Dan at Sainsbury's in the queue with some random woman that you push past. She was, <laughs> listen, you gotta give some context. You gotta give some context. Basically, this guy, yeah. Let me just go. This, I've known this guy now. I mean, properly, like nearly a month or whatever. And he has barneys with people in, like, because he says the things that you're everyone else is worried to say. You know what I mean? Yeah, There's yeah. so many people where people in the street disrespect you. People barge past. People knock you. People don't do the things they're supposed to do in work or or wherever you go. And Dan will tell them, yeah, which is why he's direct Dan, yeah. right? But it just means that now and then, every time I see him, that something happens. I'm like, yes, direct Dan. <laughs> Yesterday, we walked past this woman in the queue in Sainsbury's and we just were squeezing past. She was randomly blocking the aisle for yeah, no reason. for no reason. And we randomly pushed past and we didn't even like push. We just squeezed past and knocked her a tiny bit. And she was like, oh, well, and Dan was like, what? Sorry, I apologised first. Oh yeah, we both apologised actually. We both said sorry. But she carried on, so I had and to tell like, her about herself. Yeah. Like under her breath. Yeah. And we were sitting still in the queue, it was so awkward, was we were like, right next to it. You've got an issue. It's like, well, what's your problem? I've already apologised. You're standing in the way. You could easily stand over there, which is actually closer to where you would be paying. I know. What's your problem? It was so random. You know, when somebody's blocking... Whoever the people are that still queue for the tills yeah. instead of going to self service, I don't know who those. She was queuing are. for the till, but blocking the entrance of the self service. Yeah, no why? idea where those who those people are, why they're there, but they're still queuing for the for the thing. <laughs> and she was queuing, blocking off everyone getting round to just pay by credit card in yeah. the self service. But yeah, we uh, 
we just she she was speaking under her breath. Dan got her to say it out loud, and then he just said, "Look, I said sorry, and that's say that. it with your chest." Yeah, don't don't speak underneath your chest. You know what I mean, I say it with your chest. Man. Say it with your chest. Um, so yeah, it is normal to argue, Amy. I argue all the time. Dan argues all the time. Yeah, we I don't think, argue with each other. Even if you love a person, even your, your mum, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's impossible to be in a situation and expect the two parties to always agree. Yeah. It's never going to happen. It's just when you do disagree, hopefully you'll do it respectfully. I'm not always, I'm not always, I'm not the best advocate for that sometimes. No, yeah, but yeah. But I do my best to try and be I understanding of the other. Yeah? Yeah, 100%, man. I've yeah. never seen you be disrespect. Like, you deal with it in like a nice way. Yeah. But you just say to them, Firm. if you've got something to say, don't say whisper it. it. Yeah, yeah, Just tell me and then I can deal at least with it back myself. Yeah. yeah, yeah, of course. That's worse when, they, when they're when they like, and I just ignore it and walk off. But then you're like, I haven't had a chance to defend myself and to justify my yeah, actions yeah. there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So um, yeah, disagreements are normal. Arguing, arguing is fine. Especially in a relationship. For sure. Here's a hard one. Any advice on helping friends who have just gotten out of their relationship from Emma Sir? Oh, good question, Emma. Um, I think it's really important to try and rem- try and remember the things that you used to enjoy yeah. prior. To- <clears throat> Excuse me, prior to meeting that person, because you weren't obviously born joined at the hip. You weren't born in in a relationship with someone. Yeah, you enjoyed your life up to a period. Then you met someone. Yeah, hopefully you continued to enjoy your life, and for whatever reason, you went your separate ways. Hundred percent. I feel like it's very, it's difficult. I understand I've been there. It's sometimes difficult to remember what life was before you met that person. Yeah. But I feel it's really important to keep busy. I would recommend definitely doing something activity wise. I've got a friend that went through a difficult breakup and she took up rock climbing of all oh, things. Wow. She does that in Mile End in, in That's London. Sick. Yeah. And she absolutely has, she has an amazing passion for it now. It's the, her most favorite thing. So take up a hobby, try and remember the things that you loved doing prior to meeting that person. I yeah. think that's, that's probably the best advice. I've I'd agree that. on that. And I would say like, when you get into a relationship, you sacrifice things to get into that relationship. Some of them can be your friends. Mm. So it's important that when, if, if you are in a relationship now, make sure you keep those ties to people because mm. if whatever happens, happens in life, you never know what's around the corner. If something happens and you're no longer in a relationship, you need those people to fall back on. Yeah, support like, network. Yeah. Definitely. We had, we had to make sure we had a support network when we went on the show. Mm. Do you remember? They kept yeah. asking me that. I was like, not really. I don't really have, yeah. I don't have that mass, like a massive group of friends. Same. They're like, how many do you have? I was like, I don't know. I've never counted my friends before. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Going through my phone, like, no. no. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the best advice I could give. Like, try and remember the things, hobbies, the things that genuinely make you happy. Because I feel like in relationships as well, like you mentioned in relation to uh, making sacrifices, Sometimes we compromise the things that we like doing yeah. for that person and we don't perhaps do so much of the things we like doing. Listen, you're in Singlesville now. You can do whatever the hell you want to do whenever you want to do it. So 100%. take advantage of that. Here's, here's an interesting one. This is a tough one. Yeah. Do you ever let friends become friends with benefits? <laughs> I'm, oh, boy, I'm, I'm telling you, that's a complex topic right now. <laughs> that is probably the most difficult question do you know what do you know what it is yeah oh. <laughs> i love this <laughs> oh rian rian base you've just put us both on the spot right now do you know what it is yeah i don't think i have any uh, it's, it's political mate 
I don't even know if I have any friends that that um like that, become that. That, that, that aren't, could become that. That aren't potentially that. Yeah. So that this is a thing. This is quite like an interesting one. And it ties into what Millie said earlier in the podcast. You make friends with people first. Mm. Then you take them to that next level, depending on who you like and who you don't like. And then mm. you test it there for a bit. Then you throw it full guns blazing. Yeah. Or you bring it back down. You don't want to lose them. Yeah. Because you've pushed it too, too hard. Too hard or too You know quickly. what I mean? So there's that balance. And I think that, well, do you let friends become friends with benefits? I think you do, only if you're willing to try and take it full or willing to put them back down. Don't ever bring them to that level and then be like, oh, no, I don't want to be your friend anymore. Yeah, yeah. Make sure they can still be your friends because friends I mean, are everything, man. Yeah, that's the thing. I think I find that a sticky, in it, really? Because yeah. I have a lot of female friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of female friends. Yeah. And uh, I think that's why it gets political a little bit sometimes. But I just, I don't know. Do you know what it is? I like spending time with people. I just like spending time with people on a one-on-one, like fucking watching Netflix and shit. We ain't even got to do the chill bit. But yeah. I, I like the company. Oh, mate, I'm the do same. you know what I'm saying? I love it. Yeah, mate. yeah. So that makes it tricky because any situation where you're alone, even I feel like any situation where you've got a, a guy, a straight guy and a straight woman together, chilling, watching TV, films or whatever, that is always potentially on the cards. Yeah. Always. 100%. And unfortunately... That's just how it is. Um, I do feel, though, that if I'm watching a Netflix series with someone, mm. whoever they are, girlfriend, whatever, and they continue to watch it without me, <laughs> that's cheating. That's cheating. That's cheating. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You've cheated on me right Yeah, there. that's true. It happened recently. Um, Millie cheated on me, actually, with a f- program called The Cry. And her, her um, explanation for doing it was that she thought I wasn't interested Oh. Never presume, always ask. Yeah, yeah. Always ask. She you know, the know funny thing moment. is, there's a, obviously I mentioned the the relationship that I was in last year. Yeah. Um, she got me in, she actually worked in TV somewhat. Oh, man. A little bit. She worked for a post-production company. Um, and she used, she was really into TV series. And before, prior to that point, I didn't have a Netflix account. I didn't mm. really watch TV ever. But because we, I was genuinely in a relationship, we were in the house a lot, we spent a lot of time together. I started getting into series. Yeah. There was a lot of things that we watched in that period that we were together. And now the second seasons are coming out. Okay, nice. And it's like bringing all of it back. And I'm like, no. You're like, like no, you're yeah. just getting those catching Heartbreak, feels. Mate, yeah, I can't watch them. can't watch it. Um, here's one. And, and I think we're, we're kind of coming to the close now. But G Collins asks, do you put your guard down when dating? And if not, how do you find, like, how do you learn to put your guard down? Because everyone's got a guard, right? Especially mm. when you first meet someone. I'm very trusting. Yeah. As people will probably <laughs> know. I give you literally the benefit of the doubt yeah. until you've made me doubt you. Yeah. Which is why I respond so um massively when I feel like someone's lied or let me down. Yeah. Because I will always give you the benefit of doubt. So if you then take an advantage of that, I think, well, I could have been like most people and just being really guarded from the start start and make life difficult for both of us. Yeah. But I didn't do that. And now you've abused my trust. I'm double pissed off. Because, yeah. So I've, I'm personally, I'm probably not the best person to even answer that question because I don't have a guard yeah. with anyone ever. Really. Yeah, yeah. My guard is like, there's things that happened in my past which kind of defines who I am, but I don't want to be judged 
by those things mm. or have any th- sympathy for those things or anything like that when I meet a girl. Mm. You know what I mean? So I keep a guard up. You've been don't cheated on. Them in. Um, not not since I've been in a proper relationship. I probably was in like when I was 16, 17. Oh, really? Yeah. Like a couple of times my heart was proper broken in school. Oh, you know, sure. like even when I was 14, I'm a sucker, man. I fell in love with a girl on holiday after like three days. <laughs> you know Never saw ones. her again. You know she on her Facebook, so I can't even... That's yeah, like holiday love, man. You know them once. Did you ever go on a lad's holiday? Yeah, once. I was 20-ish. Where did you go? But I was about 21, actually. I went to Malia. Oh, mate, same Malia. Girl. This is mad. We're, that's the only lad's holiday I've ever been on. It was same jokes, though. But the funniest thing is we ended up going on holiday and I'm bumping into some other girls who were from the exact same town as us. Who oh, I, shit. Who I had never met. Oh, okay. Which is weird. And I've stayed friends with her since. But obviously oh. we grew up in the same town. We know all of the same people, but... I'd never met her once in Crawley. Yeah. But in Malia, I met her, which was uh, really okay. weird. I had a mad, like, Malia was mad, man. It wasn't ever, I was, I was never able, I've never been able to pick up chicks, like, on a night out anyway, mm. so that doesn't matter. But just being there and just seeing the carnage that's going on, people just doing all sorts when you just forget. Yeah, it's, we had a, we had a competition, yeah. Oh, uh, did you take the trophy? I'm just going to say no. Oh, okay, sweet. I mean, Fair play to it may or may not be true. Did. Not, oh, okay. It may yeah, not be fair. true, but I'm just going to say no. For the purpose no. of the On the Fence. For the purpose Dan of the On the Fence. For <laughs> the purpose of the On the Fence podcast, I'm just going to go ahead and say no. Dan's I'm On lost. the Fence uh, about winning the trophy in Malia. But yeah, Malia crew, you know, you, know the, you, know the, you know what went down. Okay, so the fence is there. On one side, we've got being single. Mm. On the other side, we've got being in a relationship. Do you know what? All this relationship talk, I can't even front. I feel like I've been single a long time. Most of my 20s, I'm 28 now. Majority of my 20s, I have been single. That's pretty much more or less seven years of, since I've been in my 20s. Yeah. I've been single yeah. those seven years. And I feel like I'm probably more on the side. I'm... I don't know. I feel like I'm maybe even so on the torn. fence. Now. I can see him. He is on the fence. He's like leaning. I, I was always on the single side, and I, um, I don't know. I don't like being in the middle. Yes, we've got Dan on the fence. <laughs> I don't like being in the middle at all. Oh, but I feel joke. like I very much feel like at the moment, especially at my time of life, that maybe I won't end up single for the rest of my life. Maybe yeah. not. Yeah, maybe yeah. it'll be. And I suppose maybe that's as a result of the sort of. Uh, uh, what's the attention that I'm getting yeah. out? So I feel like there's more quality to choose from. Yeah. That's what I feel like at the moment. But then on the other side, you're also going to still have that guard up because now you people have an alternative <laughs> motive they, sometimes. Yeah, yeah, ulterior motive in yeah. relation to, oh, you know, are they trying to get to know me for the right reasons, which is, oh, that's why I just want to stay single. That's, that's what sways me to stay single. So I just think yeah. all the headache of it, it's just too much. I can't deal with headaches. So I just... I'll stay single. Yeah, because then as soon as you bring them into the public eye, like, trust me now, if anything ever happened with me and Millie... Oh, yeah. There's going to be an uproar. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And it's not even me. That's like a public rake, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, not that anything ever would, but that's just something to think about. It's like, if you you start having a girlfriend in the public eye as well, then it's madness. Long thing. Long thing. We'll see, man. I am obviously on the side of relationships. Dan is on the fence. It's now Dan who is on the fence. I'm actually on the fence. Can you believe? Can you believe? Dan, where can they find you? Oh, of course. You can always find me on Instagram at danagram underscore D-A-N-A-G-R-A-M underscore. And my Twitter, which is tweet. No, it's not. It is Dan tweets. Uh, number four. 
So Dan Tweets 4 on Twitter. Uh, so yeah, come find me. And I'm Alex Hoban on all platforms. See you next week. Bye. Yatches. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs>